Hey, I'm Brother Matt. And I'm Damian Torres Patello, and welcome to Along the Way. So, we are two young Jesuits in the last stage of Jesuit training. Uh, we are good friends, and Damian is in Boston, and I'm here in Berkeley, California. Uh, we started this podcast for Advent to create a space to pray with you along the way. Uh, we didn't want to create a space where people are just talking about prayer, but we wanted to incorporate our own story and then also to hold space to pray with you. So here we're, we're back for season two for Lent, and we have a little bit something different this time around. So Damien, what are we going to do different for Lent? Well, we have something exciting in store. We're going to have two live broadcasts coming your way via Instagram. Um, so we'll talk about that when we get closer to those dates, but just know that there is going to be an opportunity for you to interact with us live to create this community um, in a more deeper level. That's right. So instead of two episodes a week, like we did for Advent, we're going to do one episode a week that's going to come out on Saturdays. And we're going to have two live events where you can pray with us, ask us questions, and have this experience be in person, kind of, on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dee, this week we're gearing up for Ash Wednesday. What is Mm -hmm. Ash Wednesday for you? Ash Wednesday. (laughs) So I know that technically, I guess, it's a day of repentance. Um, but I always think of it as like the, like the Christian walkabout, (laughs) (laughs) like whenever you go into public spaces on Ash Wednesday, there are, there are so many ashes all over the foreheads of people. And I get so excited. I'm so proud of that. Like these people believe in God. Like, you you know, it's not something that you can tell Mm. except on Ash Wednesday when people are, are, are having ashes on their forehead and it's like everywhere, everywhere. It's kind of exciting. That's right. And this year we're going to have the unique twist of ashes and mask combo. So we're going to have like foggy glasses, mask, ashes. It's going to be a whole situation on our faces. <laughs> it is going to be. It is going to be. And that's a good question. I don't know what parishes are doing all over the place for Ash Wednesday, considering we're in this pandemic. Um, so it might look different. I bet there's going to be some drive-by ashes. I bet I bet there's going to be some curbside ashes you know I, I lived in chicago for a little while and i remember when i was in chicago i'd go to st peter's in the loop and they did have drive-by ashes like you could just go to the basement and like get the ashes and leave there are people who are on the l just kind of waiting for you to get on the train and just giving you ashes so hey you're probably right drive-by ashes i love that i love ash wednesday uh i loved this sounds morbid but i love being reminded of our own death of our own mortality mm-hmm. That the, the, the symbol of ashes on our forehead reminds us that we're all going to die. And in so doing, kind of invites us to how do we want to live, which, which is kind of how I view Lent, is that Lent is this invitation to reassess and reestablish uh, how we want to live and how we want to be in relationship with each other. Mm. Amen. So for Lent, traditionally, the church has proposed three ways of practicing or celebrating or being a part of Lent. Uh, Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And I think these are helpful guidelines uh, for me as I think about what I want to do for for Lent. Um, You know, stereotypically, there's that thing of like, oh, I'm going to give up chocolate or I'm going to give up sweets. I would would invite our listeners to maybe try for something a little bit more uh, substantial because that can feel a little bit more like a 
like a diet rather than something <laughs> that's inviting you into a better way of living. So prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Uh, so one thing to think about, uh, how do you want to incorporate a little bit more prayer? Maybe it's just this podcast. Maybe you're going to zoom into your church with more regularity. Maybe you're going to pray the rosary. So think of one component of how you're going to pray for people, um, incorporate more prayer into your life. Uh, the second is fasting. So what do you want to refrain from? This can be something like alcohol or social media, something that maybe takes up space in your life that isn't making you live your best life. Uh, gossip, I think that's a great one. Talking about people when they're not around, uh, we can all fall to it. And that might be a great thing to fast from. And then almsgiving, what do you want to do for other people? So how do you want to help someone else besides yourself? And I like this one because it pulls us out of our self-reflection and, and puts our faith into action. That's right. That's right. And I think all of these point to God. Mm. Um, and so, so if you are going to give up, if I am going to give up chocolate, and Lord knows I can do that if I needed to. <laughs> um, but if you're going to give up chocolate, um, ask yourself why. What is it about something like that that is going that, not to say that it's going to have to create a challenge, but is is going to be something of 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 substance that that makes you look towards God in a in a way with more love and more understanding. Um, otherwise, why give up chocolate? Because you can right. do that any any other day. That's right. And you know, I like when people kind of combine them too. I've had friends who are kind of daily coffee buyers, and they'll refrain from Starbucks and then figure out how much money that is and donate it every week. And so, so you're almsgiving and you're also fasting. So it's not just refraining from something just because, but also what what is the monetary space that that can go towards something else now? That's true. And you know what else you can do, I think is lovely, is to be able to invite your family into it. So in considering prayer, um, I knew a family once that had, um, that had children and they had dice and they would roll the dice before dinner and whatever number it came on, that was how many intentions that they would pray for before dinner. I love that idea. <laughs> and so then everybody at the table had a turn. And then for the kids, like one day it was one child that rolled the dice. The next day it was another child. So everybody had a turn rolling the dice. Um, but it was, it was challenging when you got to when you roll six and it's like, okay, you have to think of six things um, and, it had, and to make it different each time. Um, but the family was involved for their Lenten prayer and it was simple and it didn't, it didn't, take much out of the day because I could imagine having a family and adding something new, a new routine to something can might be a little challenging that you may not kind of want, <laughs> right. but, but this just incorporates something for Lent and that could be beautiful. That could be beautiful. I, I love that idea. Um, Damien, you and I in the past have had with our friends kind of read a book together and then yes. like a spiritual book and checked in on it once a week or every other week or something. And that's been really cool to have a, a companion in the journey um, to pray with both the author and then also with friends. Well, yeah. And I think especially during this particular time um, where distancing is something that people are doing um, that reading a book together, reading a prayer book, or even there are some various resources online that you can sign up for and get something in your email, but doing it with your friends. So then you can connect. And so that prayer doesn't feel so alone, that it remains a communal situation in your life.
Yeah, I, I'm still trying to pray about what I want to do for Lent. Uh, but one of the things I definitely want to incorporate is you and I are in a Liturgy of the Hours course. That's right. Which is uh, something that we can all pray every day. And we Jesuits tend to pray it, at least in my house, we pray it on Sundays only. So I'm going to be incorporating kind of evening prayer, the official kind of evening prayer every every night for me, because we're studying about it in class. And also I want to just get more in, in the habit of, of doing that every day. And I think it'd be interesting. It's, it's important to note, too, that... Um... You know, Ash Wednesday is happening in a couple of days. Um, and you don't have something picked for your prayer, your fasting or almsgiving. And maybe you don't want to do all three. Maybe you just want to do one and you forget. And it's like the second week of Lent. Um, start where you're at. Mm-hmm. So I've because I've done that before where it's been Lent and I didn't really think about it. And then it's like a week and a half in and I'm like, well, there it goes. There's Lent. You know, I didn't do a single thing and then giving it all up, but just be present to you where your feet have you and start there. Um, because whatever, whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, God is going to, is going to bestow on you these, these graces, um, regardless of how long you've done it. It's not about length of time. It's about intentionality. That's right. Intentionality and, and moving away from the diet mentality. This isn't losing five pounds is not the goal for Lent. <laughs> like, like you know, writing letters to people and telling them you're thinking about. You know what I mean? How can we make this incorporate others, incorporate Christ, incorporate prayer into our Lenten practices? As we have before in our time last during Advent, we would kind of end in a meditation. And we're going to do that again for Lent as well. So wherever you're at, take a moment to take a deep breath in. And then let it out. If you're able, close your eyes. If you're not, just recognize that right now in this moment, is going to be a new part of your day. And allow your mind to to wander inside of your imagination and to see the beauty that's around you if your eyes are open or to imagine beauty if your eyes are closed. And give thanks for this time. As we look forward to Lent, what are you looking forward to? Are you able to articulate things you desire in your own prayer life? What is one thing that's going well in your relationship with God right now that you might continue this Lent? What is one thing getting in the way of your relationship with God that you can maybe give up this Lent? 
in your own words, talking to God as you would your good friend. What help do you need from God to help you this Lent? Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. Join us again next week as we settle ourselves into the first week of Lent, anywhere podcasts are found. And we'd like to thank Eric Clayton and Mike Jordan-Lasky for their help producing Along the Way. Special thanks to our pal Padre Gotuma at On Being for suggesting the name Along the Way, which comes from St. Mark's Gospel when Jesus asked them, what were you discussing along the way? And remember, God loved you first. Let's go forth today and live our lives as our response to that love. <laughs>